Oh my god, that dick is so big. Oh my god, put it on me. Oh no, I'm not no, lying that it's so big. I that, know. It's, it's usually just, very it's, honest. Very, look, as a, as a porn viewer, it's always an exciting <laughs> moment when it truly is the first time something yeah. is entering your ass. Those but big. I would imagine. Set in wide eyes. Yes. It's Laura Desiree and Romy Rain, and you're listening to a mouthful with Laura and Romy. It's a whole big mouthful. Mm. Hello, everybody. Welcome to A Mouthful with Laura and Romy. Hi. Today, oh my gosh, let's tackle it. It's going to be an exciting day. We're yeah. We're talking about sex education, y'all. Well, I'm ill-equipped to speak <laughs> on it. I'll be so honest. As much as I like to say, hey, I know everything about sex. Just ask me. Like, I really don't. Well, you're a sexual advocate. Absolutely. And I love reading people's expressions and experiences in their sexual discoveries. You know, yeah. I love those books. I love all of those forums. Um, oh. I could constantly listen to it because I think those are in- incredible moments in our lives. Yeah. We learn something about ourselves. And then also, so, you know, I'm taking it to a philosophical standpoint, but sex ed, honey, even the basics. When I went to school, it was reproduction and a little bit of human development mm-hmm. and a lot about STDs. Oh, yeah. A lot of like scary scare tactics. A lot yes. of like pregnancy is going to happen. STDs are going to happen. Death is going to happen. But it would always like not even be like factual. Like, did you even know the technical names for shit growing up? No, I wished in my experience with sex ed, mm-hmm. I, I wish that looking back on it, they just had a giant picture of a vagina yeah so that I could understand that yes you know there are you know there's this area there's this fold this one might look a little different and Mm -hmm. it's like you know none of that was in my experience in sex ed so even just being comfortable with my fucking gear that wasn't that wasn't a thing no one introduced Mm -hmm. it to me yeah and they really just didn't want to also say that you know uh, while there is very specific things to know and learn about sexuality and your body and the reproductive system that there's not a whole lot of like normal when it Mm. comes to certain looks because I you know there I was in sex education certification classes and there really are like a lot of people who don't understand their labias are all different shapes and sizes totally that like you're not a weird like any 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 part of our body look it's custom and tailor-made for us and and no two are like very much so right we are beautiful unique snowflakes that was missing from sex ed also um communication i mean consent wasn't we didn't even know no one had used that word you know like we that never came up in my sexual education in school um but I, I know it's something that they're looking to introduce more. I mean, I just read an article about Massachusetts uh, mm-hmm. literally elevating their sex ed program so that it included communication in an intimate setting and it included discussions on consent and yes. alternative lifestyles, LGBTQ plus. Yeah. But we didn't have that when I was growing up. No, not at all. We didn't talk about contraceptives. At it all. was all like either abstinence or you were a slut. Yes, you use a condom, you little slut. But I mean, there wasn't really anything in between like what, what happens for what, what, I mean, people even thought, you know, you can get HIV from sharing a, a glass with somebody. Right. I so mean, there really is just... That's just it. There's such a fear factor around, you know, wanting to understand and share our knowledge about yes. sex. Um, and which misinformation. Is, uh, completely, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, so much of the education that we get comes from our peers and the porn. Honestly, yeah. honestly, the porn. No, it's true. But like, but everybody in porn says that like, unless it is a very specific kind of porn that is meant to be educational, and there are some, mm-hmm. like porn is not what you're supposed to necessarily be doing on your everyday life porn stars aren't having the same sex they're having on camera at home right i promise right there's a lot shocker. more man blanketing yeah such blanket. shockers out there people i'm sorry take a moment to recover i recommend a big inhale and really slow but uh, uh voluminous exhale you can put a sound to it mm. should we both take a second a nice deep breath asmr for the people ready That was lovely. I'm not done yet. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I have the aftershock. <laughs> I'm joking. Relaxation but is I, everything. Oh, it's major. <laughs> the aftershock is a beautiful state as well, by the way. Please try and visit it sometimes. It's not very populated. You can own a lot of land, you know. Honestly. <laughs> that aftershock, honey, shit, that's where it's at. I mean, that's why they say that, you know, multiple orgasms are e- more easier for women. Yeah. That's really what happens. It's just a long, extended yeah, aftershock. I, 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 and I think the last thing that would ever be explained in a school or educational setting, especially with young people, mm. would be the, the true details of orgasm. Oh, yeah. As far as like what it does to you physically, what those responses look like physically, yes. what to expect, but also the internal 
and mental effect. Yeah. And, you know, it's a joyous feeling. Like, I don't know if anyone would want to celebrate sex to that level mm-hmm. in an educational program yet. And that breaks my heart. It is very sad to not celebrate the orgasm. Right. And I to mean, say, you know what? When you become a sexual adult, this mm. is going to be the greatest thing you've ever had in your life. Yes. No one. Yeah. No, no, it's true. Because a lot of times they either want to put it towards like sex is something you do, you know, for marriage to give to another partner that you love so much or to create a child. But like people don't ever want to speak of sex as something that's just enjoyable. Pleasure based. Yes. You know, and that's I I, I think that we're going to see more of that in education in mm-hmm. schools. I know that um, states like Texas are now introducing an alternatives to contraception. They have another term for it where instead of just teaching um abstinence mm-hmm. I should say alternatives to abstinence correction everybody yes. um, they're starting to introduce more of that kind of programming uh, where you're you're learning about hey you know what if the reality is that you are going to be a sexually active young person mm-hmm. let's talk about some of the necessary precautions yes which is an important mindset very you much. know because the, the, that's one great way of just introducing someone to the start of their sexual journey without the stigma attached to it yeah you know of well if you have sex you're a dirty person mm-hmm. you know so I think yes. that that kind of direction in the conversation is something that will make differences yes and especially in a state of like Texas oh completely you know and it's very classically conservative swing of things. Yeah, like we're not judging you, but we're here to help you needs to be kind of the more the mentality because shit's going to happen anyway. And then when you uh, like hear about that there, if somebody like has has an issue and they need to have an abortion and there's like Mm -hmm. one abortion clinic in within a 200 mile radius Mm -hmm. and they have to like do unsafe things or travel across state lines because there's such a uh, an oppression of just their sexual freedom. Just no access to some of these yes. it's a base human need honestly I, I i support that wholeheartedly i mean this is we're we're sexual people we're not going to mm-hmm. stop doing it everyone's sexual um, yeah these options need to be available especially when it comes to you know the decisions that we make as women very much you so. know i'm clearly like i'm very much standing on a mount rushmore of you know other women's beliefs and spirits mm-hmm. when i say that you yes. know like obviously this is just it's it's a necessary thing we need to be in control of our own bodies and what happens to them completely oh it's Especially women, obviously, like we have the right to choose everything that happens to our bodies. We're a part of this. No one should be making decisions for our bodies. And just to know what's like going on with it. Because we touched on this with like Lotus when she was here. But a lot of women don't even know that something like a yeast infection or BV, like it's not an STD. Right. But it it is common. And there are ways you can try to prevent and treat. And okay, that's definitely going to be on my hit list yeah. the second that we get our guest in here. <gasps> we have a guest today, ladies we and gentlemen. We have a very special guest that's going to be joining us. Another mm-hmm. fabulous sexpert and sensational adult entertainer. Mm-hmm. So stay tuned for that unveiling because it's coming up. Yes. And something else we might be talking about is, uh, Laura, you actually had an experience with some of us adult entertainers this past oh weekend. God. I thought I had died and gone to heaven. Everybody listening get this mm-hmm. i got to sit front row at the xbiz awards okay that is not sitting in the back no 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 i was right up front with you all the heavy hitters. a card literally up front <laughs> and you went to uh the like, xbiz panel week you sat right. in on most of the panels that happened it was a busy week attending yeah. i said i was just gonna you know come by and hang out and i ended up getting really involved and enjoying myself and reaping the rewards so yeah I, i'd love to get into some xbiz because our yeah. guest uh, also had quite a splashy yeah we have a couple of experience this year some interesting conversations coming from there but do you feel like you learned anything this week yeah I mean uh, taking pride in something that you do believe in like sex work for yeah. sure I mean it, I mean that's that's just me. That's my emotional takeaway, first of all, because mm. I'm, you know, I'm driven by those. Mm. Uh, I learned a lot about uh, the developments in social media and, you know, how to utilize certain platforms better than others when mm-hmm. it comes to building a brand and when it comes to um, monetizing it. Yeah. I went to a lot of those panels. I had a fabulous, uh, I went to the journalism in porn panel, which yes. uh, uh, Gustavo of XBiz was saying that, uh, you know, it's it's their first time attempting a conversation like this. And mm-hmm. I thought it was amazing. We had, you know, um, some of the we had uh, Holly Randall. We had someone from Rolling Stone. We had the fabulous uh, editor and one of the producers of the John Ronson podcasts, uh, the uh, last days of August on mm-hmm. the August Ames one, as well as the Butterfly Effect, which was an incredible look at the effects of 
porn gone public. So I, I had the time of my life. Yeah. I really did. And it was such a, an invigorating week to be around, you know, a really exciting bunch of people. I, I love getting those texts from you now. I yeah. can tell when you're like ex- inspired and excited yeah. because she'll send me a naked photo, a yes. special naked photo just for me mm-hmm. and tells me that she's shooting content for the rest of you. And that honestly does make me very proud. Yeah. I mean, it like it was motivating as hell to be in that environment this week and just listen to people doing it positively and being smart about it and actually doing really well with it. Yes. You know, like really people that have leveled this up as a, a business for them. You know, I, I think that's incredible. We're at an incredible time uh, in the lives of sex workers. Very much. Yeah. We all have options and there's a lot of money to be made. So let's have some fun with it and let's educate each other a little bit, huh? Mm-hmm. All right. And what do you say? Should we bring in our guest? I think we shall. See you in a minute. We'll see you in a minute. We have our really special guest yep. here. She is a AVN Hall of Famer. Girl, girl, performer, extraordinaire, sex educator. Yeah, and and new best friend of me. Yes. We have a very new relationship. It's Charlotte Stokely, everybody. Welcome. Hi. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks for being so pretty. Thank you. So how would you describe (laughs) yourself? We had like this whole like, how do we announce her? She's so many things to so many people. Um, I'm Charlotte Stokely. I like positivity and justice and um, sex. Ooh. Oh, yeah. In that order? <laughs> uh, uh, there's no order to life. Right. You know, you just mm-hmm. kind of get through it the best you can. I yeah. do have priorities, though. Mm. Like this morning, it was do my hair and makeup, mm. then have sex, then come to work. So Was there yeah. a touch up in between or are you freshly fucked? Um, I explicitly said, do not come in my hair. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because, mm-hmm. you know, respect. Yes. And consent. Yeah. I mean, hey, I've used and all consent. kinds of products. You do not have consent to come in my hair. Okay, yeah. well done. <laughs> Communication yeah. is key, though. We were just talking about yeah. that. Yes. Yeah. Yes, it's very important. I mean, well, if you want it, let them know. But if you don't, yes. Well, we're know. happy you made it after such a... An intense week. I think all of us are just coming down from Xbiz. Yes, I love that we share this story, though. Yeah, together. it's been it's been a wild ride. I know both of you, especially, were hosting some panels. I was attending a lot of them, and thank God we had the awards night that we did. Mm-hmm. People, let me tell you, the three of us sat together front row. Yeah, and these two say, yeah, yeah, whatever. These are just these are the seats we got for me. I'm sitting there like a kid in a candy store, like setting off fireworks in my eyes because I'm so excited to be sitting front row. Section A, baby. That was an incredible night. Your energy was so amazing. You, you so made fun. the front row. I had yeah. a lot of fun, but uh, I think there was like a, a, a some crowning moment that I might need a little bit more. Something pretty amazing happened. I believe you, what number are you on exactly of mm-hmm. Girl Girl Performer of the Year Awards? I just won my seventh mm. consecutive major mm. award show for Performer of the Year. Oh my goodness. I love pussy. And what makes your <laughs> pussy eating superior? Mm, mm. I have a very fast tongue. Mm-hmm. I actually get in it. Mm-hmm. I know how to remain open for a camera mm-hmm. and still bring pleasure to the girl I'm working with. Um, yeah. That sounds like a, oh yeah. <laughs> is it all in the tongue? Is that like, is it the trick? Um, it's not all in the tongue. You need to use your lips, you know. Mm-hmm. And every girl likes something different. So, I, mm-hmm. like, when I have sex with a girl, I kind of go through my Rolodex. Like, if I've worked with her before, like, does right. she like it fast? Does she like it soft? Because for some girls, they need more pressure. And right. some girls are so sensitive that they need you to back off a little bit. And you really want to know that because, I mean, if it's too much, she's going to be, like, trying to get away from you. Yeah. I mean, on one hand, it kind of looks cool on camera. And she, it looks like, oh, my God, I just can't stand it. It's so good. But mm-hmm. but I know, oh, my God, it's too much. And, like, as a performer that cares about my other partner, I don't want to hurt them. Yeah. <laughs> Can I just entertain a fantasy here for a minute? If mm-hmm. um, you are working with a pussy that you've never worked with before, mm-hmm. how do you gauge what's working well? And then how do you build your perfect rhythm with them? How do you make it such a, a fabulous experience as you do? Well, rhythm is important. That's mm-hmm. a key word mm-hmm. there, um, especially like if she's like, I'm going to come. Keep doing exactly what you're doing. Don't mm. go, oh, this is exciting. I'm going to go even harder and faster. Don't no. fucking do that. I will mm-hmm. slap you in your face. Yeah. With my mind. Yeah. Um, well, I talked to the girls before the sex scene. Mm. What are you into? And I, I can get a feel for their personality. I'm a people person. Mm-hmm. I can really feel people out. Like, I'm really good at poker because of this. Mm. Um, if they're kind of, like, docile and quiet and shy and timid, or maybe it's, like, their first scene ever, I'll definitely ease into it. Mm. And then if they, like, grab the back of my head or do something <sighs> extraordinary, uh, then I will play off with that. I will build up yeah. with them. Um, if 
Yeah. You just have to kind of talk to your scene partner before the scene and just like, what are your do's? What are your don'ts? Yeah. What turns you on? What turns you off? If she's like, I want you to pull on my pussy hair. It's it to me. That's really weird. But if she wants it, I'm mm. like, tug, tug. I mean, yeah. I look, I, I watched a scene of yours last night and oh, I was I was amazed. It was um, I, I feel awful admitting this. It was just a, a, one of the many free floating clips of one of your lesbian scenes in a tent on Pornhub mm. and Terror Camp. Um, I, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've only had sex in and, a tent once. So. Okay, yeah, there you okay. go. And and so anyways, in this scene, I realized, wow, she's got her eyes closed and she's nailing it. Yeah. Like, you're connected on an entirely other level. I mean, look, am I really falling for porn? But I'd like to believe that, that, that you know, that's part of your magic. That's part. I mean, you have to be into it. You have to, in, on some level, enjoy what you're doing. You have to legitimately enjoy eating pussy. I would hope so, right? But Absolutely. like, you're, you're feeling with yeah. other sensors, aren't you? Oh, yeah. Right? There's so many other levels and ways to observe how your partner's feeling that isn't just staring directly at them while you're down there. You have to be in the moment. Everything in the universe is energy, whether it's a color or a sound or a feeling or an orgasm. Everything is a vibrational energy. Mm. So I kind of just like tap into that and just I feel how the energy is going and try to synchronize Mm. with that. So if my eyes are closed, Mm -hmm. I can still feel and sense those energies. Mm -hmm. I don't need to stare you in the eyes to know how to make you come. Yeah, Yeah. I just I thought it was incredible (laughs) how focused you were. But, you know unavailable in the eyes in that moment it was such a dedication I thought damn because you're already in like a really comfortable position hopefully at that point because we were chatting that you know people don't realize as well like in movies that if you're smart you have that real conversation of what do you like what do you not like what do you want me to do what do you definitely don't want me to do so then when we are sharing this experience together we can relax and let go and perform and fuck each other to the best of our ability for this camera Mm -hmm, absolutely also uh, back on your question I truly love to eat pussy. Mm. I would rather lick a girl's pussy than to have my pussy licked. Like, mm. I've brought girls home with me, you yeah. know, like from an art gallery. Yeah. And that's a true story. Love it. And I just, like, you know, we kind of did the little flirtatious, maybe we're going to hold hands thing. And then Aww. I was just like, mm hmm, mm hmm. And she was like, mm hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I went down on her and she came and then she's like, you're next. And I was like, no, boo, you just relax. Wow. I'm good. Man, that's cool. There's so something you... that gets me off on getting someone else off. So and did that's you get off? Satisfying. I did. Because yes. while I'm licking her pussy, you know, I'm, I'm stomach down on the couch. I'm grinding on the couch. Mm, I'm oh getting boy. my own. I'm double I'm double tasking here. I'm getting her and me at the same time. This oh, is good. Oh, okay. Okay, definitely uh, all good things and necessary for a seven-time award-winning girl-girl performer. Mm-hmm. I, I think you. that was a, a, a wonderful little investigation. I'm glad we completed it. Thank you, Romy. Of course. Thank you for doing your research. So let matters. Oh, you know it. Let's. Uh, it's my favorite part of the job. Let's get back to uh, after this name was called, that being yours, mm. and you walked up to accept this award. Um, what was that speech about? Well, first, you know, I had to say thank you because mm-hmm. it was fan voting. You right. know, thank you for the fans. Thank you, Xbiz. Um, but yeah, I did something on stage that I personally in my 15 year career have never seen anyone do. Mm. And I let all the producers in the crowd know in 2020, if you want to book me for rape or incest or kidnapping, I feel like, you know, other things were implied. Mm-hmm. Mm. Don't call me. I'm not interested. Yeah. I won't say yes. Just don't waste your time. And why did you feel like you needed to say this on this platform? Well, for one, I mean... I'm getting booked scenes and I'm getting my script the day before and I'm finding out like I'm supposed to like hold a gun to a girl's head and make her have sex with me Mm. and then I have to cancel a scene. So that that costs people money and time. Let's just avoid that. Mm. But also, I understand that there are people in the real world that are into like oh my stepbrother's really hot I want to fuck him and Mm -hmm. I want to watch that porn that's fine (laughs) but I feel like another thing a lot of people don't consider is that when they're booking these girls they may have personally had some sort of experience with incest or with rape or with kidnapping and sure we're actresses we're here to act or perform a fantasy and Mm -hmm. we're not always into the fantasy we're doing but when it comes to something that's so emotionally traumatic for someone personally to portray that oh this is so hot it kind of fucks with their head a little bit and you know they might have fun the sex scene might be fun but then they go home and and it's just you could be left with this dirty feeling of like mm. this is weird mm. i just fucked my dad sure and, 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 and i just uh got raped but then i ended up liking it because my rapist was so good at it mm. or um ooh, kidnapping's fun 
yes, capture me. It must mean that you love me. Like, no, I know. But do you, do you think that in any way this content is the kind of thing that would uh, perpetuate these stereotypes and perhaps influence bad behaviors? Like, is that, would you go as far as to say that? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. People are attracted to sex. Yes, I know storylines matter, but you get two people in a situation and they have sex. It's going to be arousing given circumstances of mm-hmm. passion or whatnot. Mm-hmm. But... Yeah, say, you know, the first porn you ever see is, like, um, fucking your sister, and then you're like, oh, I just saw uh, sex for the first time. I'm now suddenly aroused Mm. by this particular sexual act, something I had never even thought of before because now it's in my face, and I'm like, whoa, this must be what the adults do. This Mm. must be what people are into. Now this Mm -hmm. is my thing, and I'm into it now. Yeah. And so there isn't a way that, you know, incest and rape scenes can portray or persuade people to feel a certain way that that they want that without coming across that in their own and, way. And mm-hmm. I think a lot of young people definitely seek out porn, you know, online because it's available, so mm-hmm. readily available um, behind any pay, not behind a paywall or whatnot, that I'm sure this is very much an influential moment for them when they're witnessing, you know, sex. That's some of their first sexual experiences is watching porn. Yeah. Do you think performers have a responsibility in terms of the porn they put out there? For the people that are watching it? Absolutely, yeah. And also for your own branding. Like, yeah. my branding is I'm romantic, I'm sensual, I'm soft, I'll never hurt anyone. Mm-hmm. And I've stuck with that. Yeah, so and if you suddenly do a scene where you're beating now. somebody to death, that would probably My fans would be so them. thrown off. My fans would be like, why is she pegging this girl in the ass with the strap on? That's not Charlotte. While she's crying. What? Oh, God, <laughs> wow. yeah. <laughs> I mean, but some people are also really into that. So, like, we've even had this discussion to an extent of, like, you know, nobody wants to censor fantasy, but we also want to also do things that we're comfortable with doing and comfortable with projecting to the world. And that can be a difference in opinion, but it is important for people to be honest about that and as well to ask our consent about these kinds of scenes. So it's even crazier that, and Laura didn't know this happened too, that like you could get a script and nobody tells you the title of the movie or what you're going to be doing or saying within it until kind of the last second, almost Mm -hmm. when you've already agreed. So some people, like you said, younger girls are put in this position where they almost feel like they can't say no, even if they can, but it blurs the lines a lot. And then they leave feeling shitty and hate the industry. And sometimes they're afraid to say no. Mm -hmm. 2020 is all about boundaries and saying no, because that's saying yes to you. And that's the most important thing, right? Yeah. And also, I mean, there is also the, the debate, you know, if you film rape porn that maybe people that are rapists won't rape people anymore because they'll get their fix from oh watching porn. Mm. And that, I'm yeah. sorry, I'm not I'm not going along with that. I right. have heard people say that before. Yeah. Like a makeup artist did say once that like, uh, well, if we give them something to watch, then they're not going to do it. And I didn't get involved in the conversation because it, it's one of those conversations that can go left real, real quick. And she's doing your makeup, you know. So. It, you know <laughs> what I mean? She was doing the other girl's makeup while she was saying this. And I'm like, oh, man, this is just not the time of the place to get into that. But I complete, I, I pretty, I do disagree with that. Like, it, mm. that doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me that, oh, because we're putting out content that is, because then it's also saying that you're aiming it at those kind of people. And I think that's a little bit twisted too to make content for certain people yeah no Mm -mm. i'm just like having flashes of that scene at the end of clockwork orange where they have his (laughs) eyes pried open and he's in this rehabilitation to stop being such a violent horrible person and they're flashing the images of violence in his eyes and what does it leave him with i mean it's not a happy ending it was never meant to be one but you know like it's i don't necessarily think that that kind of you know exposure therapy because it's out there people won't be uh motivated to go seek it out somewhere else i don't i think i don't believe in that yeah i don't think that that's a thing there are legitimate rape fantasies so how do you feel about stuff like that well so clockwork orange that was one of the first times i'd ever seen um nudity in a movie yeah. oh, wow. and rape yes oh, wow. that's you know they completely fucking raped this girl Comple- yeah. yeah very famous. and i was like this is the first time i'm seeing bush on camera yeah. this is hot but they're raping her but this is weirdly hot yeah it was a little weird yeah you I'm confused. know yeah. yeah but i do feel that um you know, we, we do have to consider also when, so say you're a great actress, that, that's that's great. You can portray any role. You can you can be a mm-hmm. villain or you can be a superhero, like whatever. But when you're booking girls in these scenes, not only like is it sometimes weird for them to be put in these situations, but some of them have these personal experiences. Right. They have been raped. They have been kidnapped. They have 
dealt with incest in their life. Mm. So you're also bringing up a lot of things that right. you don't want to yeah. take to work with you and you don't want to come home at the end of the day yeah. feeling with these yeah. issues. Like myself, I have been raped mm. more times than I can count, sad to say. Um, I've been raped on set. <laughs> wow. Different conversation for another mm. day, mm -hmm. maybe. I don't know. We've, this is a mouthful, right? <laughs> um, I've been kidnapped at gunpoint for four days and gang raped savagely by several men until wow. I escaped. So, and then an and incest, you know, like we've all got that one little creeper. Well, I got a few. Mm -hmm. So, you know, for me, like I have been dealing with these things throughout mm -hmm. my life, like working on my inner child, mm -hmm. you know, be there for myself in the moment, tell myself it was okay, do what I needed to do for mm -hmm. myself that no one else was able to do yeah. so I can get past it and bloom into the strong, proud woman that I am today. But why am I going to go through all this work? And then go to work and be like, I love rape. Because I, I don't. Yeah. It's not cool. It sucks. Yeah. You know, so like a lot of these girls, you know, it's not just, I'm not saying like you're in porn because something sexually bad happened to you. Because that's, mm. that's not true for mm -hmm. a lot of girls. A lot of girls are just like, oh, this looks fun. I want to try it. Right. But I've never, but were raised like flawless lives. Like they have no issues. Um, so that's, that's a big stereotype. Yeah. I'm, but is this, I just, I, I just don't want I want to be the voice for people that are afraid to speak up. I think because maybe, maybe because I'm now in the Hall of Fame and I have seven Performer of the Year awards, mm -hmm. what do I have to lose? No, exactly. I have a 15-year fan base. They know me. Exactly. And some of them already know these things. Yeah. You know, and... Your honesty can really help people. Yeah, like when the Me Too thing came out, that was when I first announced my kidnapping. Mm -hmm. I was like, this That's happened. Yeah. And then I got a little nervous and I deleted it, but they had seen it mm -hmm. and it was out there. Mm -hmm. And so, so a lot of these girls, they don't know how to say no. They don't know how to stick up for themselves. And I, I just, I want to do it for them. Like, yeah. Also, also some people might think that because it's a sexual fantasy, it's okay because it's porn and all fantasies equal porn equals good. Mm -hmm. Maybe the thoughts never occurred to them. Maybe this isn't okay. Yeah. Maybe someone's speaking out about uh, it. We're starting pointing to, out. we're certainly starting to question it a little bit more. And, and I am seeing people writing, you know, articles, essays and reports on, you know, the effect of a certain kind of porn and, you know, the influence that it makes. And mm -hmm. I think that is something to consider. And I think we should be questioning if it is representing something fairly or if it's good or bad for the culture. Absolutely. Yeah, and it's very important for people to have the preferences on there and not everybody should be expected to do the same kind of scenes as every other performer. And and you touched on a subject there, um, good or bad mm. for culture. Yeah. In several states, including my hometown, Utah, mm. health is uh, porn is considered a public health hazard. Mm -hmm. Do I want to be a public health hazard because I'm influencing rape porn? If If porn was more about connecting and intimacy and passionate moments would it be such a health crisis if we weren't encouraging tying people up and throat fucking them while they're crying hey Isn't i'm gonna go out on a limb here and say that i don't necessarily want to lose some of that content but perhaps sure. we it, we 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 introduce it a little differently. We package it a little bit differently in the yeah. ways that we shoot it, the way that we tell that story. I, I do love those visions of intensity, though. Yeah. So. Okay, I'm sorry. I, I don't have a problem with throat fucking. Yeah, yeah. No, I have a I, problem I, with throat fucking and rape scenes. Yeah. Yes. And, <laughs> yeah. and like people doing scenes that they shouldn't and don't want to do. Because, hey, like you were saying, some people really, really love those kind of scenes. Some people love to be a part of those kind of scenes. Absolutely. And you you know gotta feel like a weird person to say that I like rape fantasy videos I mean I, I get it, it I've is, heard people it's a, say that I know it's a, it's a trending uh, genre I know that but at the same time when you really think about what you're saying like, yeah the snuff ones really get to me a little bit too because there's like some really big elaborate sure. movies that are not only just like sure. the rape fantasy but like the rape and the murder totally. and then like totally. the it's, double incest I know like, we like to fetishize violence in all sorts of ways and it's and it's one on top of the other oh, on and top violence of the other. is okay but, but nudity is not right. of course Course. You know, you can you can watch people get their heads cut off all day long, but uh, mm -hmm. a man shows his penis on TV and oh God. And the Whoa. most violent hey. movies, the woman keeps her bra on during the sex scene, but everybody's head's getting blown off. Yeah. Look, I think that we could literally look to destroy the world and build up a new one in this kind of brainstorm. But Charlotte. Yeah. 
Thank you for being so candid. Yeah. For sharing this. And also, you are a certified sex educator, are you not? Yes, is, I am. Is that is that a big contributing factor, yeah. your feelings on these certain kinds of scenes and the way women are portrayed and the way porn is seen in the world? And from coming from like a place where... It, like Personal experience. And sex and porn is considered a public health crisis. What is it like coming from that? I definitely feel like I have a voice throughout mm-hmm. my different platforms. And I wanted my voice to have validity. I felt like being a sex worker wasn't enough. I wanted to be able to have that piece of paper to say, look, I officially know what I'm talking about. And I I can give you the advice that you need to have a healthy and productive sex life. Mm. And yeah, so I I went to school and I got my certification Mm -hmm. and I feel good about it. But, you know, being as so many people would call like a sexual pro, being a porn star, a lot of people say she must know everything about sex, at least when it comes to the positions and, you know, the physicality of it. But what surprised you the most in your sex education certification? Honestly, I walked into that classroom thinking this is going to be the easiest thing yeah. I have ever done. Yeah. And it blew me away. I I thought, you know, 15 years a sex worker, I knew everything. I'd sure. been in every situation. No, I learned so much about, um, you know, biological things like Mm. I didn't even know what cyst was I'm kind of embarrassed to admit that on on camera like I didn't know what a cisgender Mm -hmm. person was Mm -hmm. I didn't know that was a thing Um, we talked about sex with people with disabilities I had never really put the thought into it Um, also just how to talk to people you know they have like the plicit model like when someone asks you a question because I get questions from fans all the time I want to try anal sex for the first time is there something wrong with me so it's like, okay, so now I've, I've realized you say, thank you for asking me. Mm-hmm. Let them know it's okay to ask me. I appreciate you coming to me. I've now created a safe place. Mm-hmm. And, and to work from there and, and give straight facts and not personal opinions, but just give them the information they need mm-hmm. and a sh- one clump of information at a time because they might not come back. So if you're going to try mm-hmm. and have a back and forth conversation, right. someone might not come back. So you want to give them all the details that they need and facts and Hopefully you helped. And you don't attach an opinion to it? You try and keep it fact-based? I mean, do you ever yeah. feel uh, compelled to perhaps attach an opinion to it because you believe it truly is something someone should consider? I had in the past been like, oh, yeah, I've been through this too. But then you're, you're kind of derailing the situation or you're mm-hmm. cheerleading. And I, I want it to be about them and their specific situation. Mm-hmm. So I've backed away from that. And I'll share my personal experiences yeah. on my own. But when someone's asking me a question, I'm not going to say, oh, yeah, I've had a finger in my butt. What's the big deal? Like, no, like, okay, well, this is what I know about anal fingering. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the anus is not (laughs) self-lubricating. So Mm -hmm. always use lube. If you're going to use toys, use something with a handle. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Start slow. You know, because it's also a suction cup and things do get lost inside. Mm -hmm. You don't want to go to the doctor because something got Stuck up your it happens, though. And it was, you know, your first go exploring. Yeah. Whoa. That would be, that would be, you know, a tough experience to try and work through, right? If, you know, first time you go in there, you lose something and it becomes a whole big ordeal. And you wouldn't think that happens that often, but it happens all the time. Like mm. ER doctors see more men for like things shoved up their butts and most any other thing happening when it comes to sexual activity. It's like it was this big, interesting study. So you would think a lot of this would yeah. be common knowledge, but... It's really not. Most people don't know anything about, like, safe sex. Well, I remember sex ed when when I was in school. It was horrible. It was a a one-hour meeting after school, had to get parents' permission, so some people didn't even go. Mm -hmm. They they started out by saying... you all know how to wipe, right? It's, it's, a, group, it's a group of girls. I was going to say, did they she split said, you up, boys, girls? Yep, boys and girls were separated, uh, so the boys knew nothing about what's going right. on, and the girls know nothing about what they're going through. And anyone in between was really fucked. And so they started the class <laughs> out with, so everyone knows how to wipe? <laughs> oh, you know, I'm sure you already do, and moved on. And then I was like, wow. wait, what? There's a way to wipe? Mm-hmm. And I'm going to be honest with you, it wasn't until years later that I officially like learned from an, from an older woman mm. front to back. Wow. Like, thank God, you know, I never had any issues. Yeah. But, right, but, it but was this just isn't common knowledge. You not. need to be taught. You need to be taught how to wash your hair. You need to be taught how to brush your teeth. You need yeah. to be taught how to wipe. And the front to back thing is important, too, because like um, that just applies in so many. Uh, it applies to sex, mm-hmm. not just using the restroom. Right. You know, you don't want to put anal 
bacteria into the vaginal canal. Nice. Completely. Keep them separate. There's a reason why we keep them separate. And, mm-hmm. and hygiene is so important. Yeah. I mean, if you want to continue having sex, it's kind of hard to do when you have a yeast infection or a UTI and it's painful and then you miss out on the fun or the intimate bonding with your partner. Yeah, and the fear-mongering of all that too. We were chatting with Lotus about that. A lot of people don't even know that like BV or a yeast infection isn't an STD. So they're immediately ashamed of themselves. They don't know how to treat it. Sometimes they refuse Mm. to go to doctors at all. And like nobody teaches anybody anything, especially girls. Like, we're not supposed to be having sex. Sex is meant to either get pregnant or to give to your husband when you're married. Look, I'm saying that people who are going to be sexually active should know, you know, they should know. I know Mm -hmm. that they don't, but they should know the basics. Like, honestly, the hand washing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just some of the most basic elements before any kind of interaction happens. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because there is an incredible amount of these unnecessary diseases or infections that are going around. And it's like you can really prevent a lot of them just with some basic hygiene. Yeah, wash your dick before you stick it in something. But, uh, <laughs> a, a simple example, you meet someone at a bar. Okay, mm. so you go to the bar. So you're touching the handle to the bar. You open it. You put your hands on the bar itself mm. where everyone else has. Or mm-hmm. they, you know, they live at home with a dog that shits on the ground and they put the purse on the ground and mm-hmm. they go to the bar and they put their purse on the bar. And you're like, do, 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 do. And then you pick up that lime wedge. You squeeze it in your mouth mm-hmm. and... You know, you, you go to the bar's restroom and you're touching the door in the restroom and mm-hmm. then you find someone you connect with and you go home with them. That is still on your hands. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if anyone ever comes home with me, the first thing we do is wash our hands. What did we do after the Expos Awards? We washed our hands yeah. and then we went to talk about the night. Like, yeah. wash your hands. You have to bring hand sanitizer. Have people ever called you neurotic for it? (laughs) Yeah. And I'm serious. I've been told that. If I've said, like, you know what? Can you just wash your hands? Like, it's really not a big request. I would expect them to be dirty if they thought washing your hands was weird. I know. That's that's a it's a tell. It is. It's a fucking tell at that point that there's gonna be a lot of other missteps by this human being in regards to something as easy as hygiene. Yeah. Yeah, you know? I mean, and those fingers are gonna go in your mouth. Yeah. They're gonna Ooh. go in your Where other else? all your holes. <laughs> but I've totally been that head. person. I like that mouth is first though. Surrenders to We found it. something out about Charlotte today. Yeah. I like mouth stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll put my fingers in your mouth when I'm kissing you. I'm just yeah. like, oh, you know, it's like yeah, fucking octopus. you washed it. your hands. Because yeah. I washed my hands. <laughs> you washed those hands. If I'm about to shoot a porn scene with a girl and I can see, visibly see there's dirt uh. in her hand, I'll, I won't like point it out so right. much I'll try to just be like do you want to do buddy system in the bathroom like oh. um, like I'll help you douche and you help me douche because sometimes you know the toilet's over here and the sink's over there and you know you, you dump the solution out of the douche yes. and you fill it with water and you squirt it up to, to wash out any you know scents or bacteria or anything residue so it's a fresh clean palette because this is a profession and we yes. want to keep it professional mm. so I mean it's a little bit more clean possibly in porn than in real life but, but you know that's actually not really fair to say mm. but, but it's a stand it's, it's a helpful. business standard yeah and, and you have to help people out sometimes like it's important that if somebody isn't quite like up to par cleanliness you kind of have to say something a little bit like at least if you want them to be clean next time or you want them to think that they did something right if a girl's pussy smells and you're about to put your face in there and she has a yeast infection and cottage cheese is coming out like oh. do you say something do you not say something? you say something okay yeah. but there's there's a way to do it so if it's on set mm. And, and, you know, when we're in the middle of pictures and I haven't seen her naked yet and now we're going down for the sex shots, um, I'll just I'll, like I'll whisper in her ear. I'll say, um, honey, I think you need a baby wipe or uh. I think you need a douche. I won't say it out loud in front of the director or the right. crew because I don't mm-hmm. want to shame her. Of course. I don't want to embarrass her and I don't want to make it weird because we still haven't had sex yet. Right. So then like I'll be like, you know what? Take five. We're going to we need to see five minutes. You don't have to explain yourself. Just we need five minutes. Yeah. We'll be back. You can go with her. You can wait. And just, you know. Do you think enough of the industry the is douche, handling it this way? Grab the douche. Dump it out. Fill it with water. Yeah. Hand it to her. And if it's, you know, a little extra messy, have her hand back the douche. Fill it up with water again. And do it again. And you know what? Keep doing it until when you pull it out, smell the tip. Mm-hmm. If the tip doesn't smell, you're clean. Yes. If you, if you know, if you squeeze the douche in and you smell it and it smells a little funky, mm. you're not done yet. Keep, yeah. Yeah. keep going. Yeah. Yeah. You know? 
No, to answer that question, actually, not so many. Like, that's why we have, like, amazing women like Charlotte and, like, who inspired even me to get, like, sex education certified Mm -hmm. because, like, there's not enough, like, education in general uh, when it comes to sexuality and within the industry. Like, there's not enough, like, performer to other performer to, like, group industry help. But it is getting better. Yeah, like, um... Girls are constantly doing their first anal scene and they don't know what they're doing. They don't mm-hmm. know how to prep. And you, Romy, you? are so... Yeah, tell us how to prep. Well, I've never done anal on camera. That's true, actually. She hasn't. Just give us the industry But in real life. But what, but what I'm saying expected? is that you're Romy... Yeah. I'm complimenting Please, Romy. Sorry, compliment yeah. me. Another fellow sex educator <laughs> who has her certification this year. Uh, she will help girls in the industry. Like, instead of being like, oh, well, I don't want you to take money out of my pocket by teaching you how to do a better anal scene than yeah. me. She's like... Yeah, let me help you. Yeah. You know, yeah, you, you you work it out, you stretch it out. Here's the diet you need to eat. Here's how to clean it. Mm-hmm. Maybe some position advice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and that's great. It's great for everybody because I also don't want her to shit on me. Like if we well, ever work together in a future scenario, so I feel like it's a win-win for all. We did have like the important question though. We need to know like for to be fully pristine, we're meeting like the the man of our dreams or the woman of our dreams. How do we fully prepare ourselves how do we get for as, this how, liaison? As clean as we can be. How do we get as possibly clean as possible? We want what are the to areas? think we're like flushed, smooth, yeah. wet, scentless goddesses. Um, well, there's nutritional things you can do. Drink a lot of water. Um, if I'm about to do a scene with a girl and I see she has really bad cracked lips, I'm going to assume she's dehydrated and therefore her liquids aren't going to taste very good or mm. be very clear. Mm. So stay hydrated. Do it for your skin. Do it for your pussy. Do it for all your fluids. Drink water. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, I think you should just be open and honest with whoever it is you're having sex with. You, mm-hmm. just, you know, I, I think it's case by case, but you meet the man of your dreams and I'm hoping that the man of your dreams is someone who also thinks similar to you. Do you recommend douching? I know, I know that this movies. can be a controversial thing. Mm. Um, I personally, I, I do douche almost daily mm-hmm. in the shower. Um, With just water? Just water. If I have done a, a hardcore scene or I worked with a girl that I felt like something was a little off, I'll put some, um, the brand is Sovereign... Sovereign, yeah, it's colloidal silver. Mm. It's a natural antibiotic, yeah. and I, I, it's a liquid, and I, I put a little bit in the douche, and I, I flush the silver up there. It's antibacterial. It's antiviral. You know, I know we have like HPV scares and things, so mm. let's be preventative. Let's use something that's antiviral and kind of like nip that in the butt. Um, I also believe in taking probiotics. Mm-hmm. They're important for your mental health. Obviously, your digestion. You don't want to be bloated and gassy on set. No. Like you want your intestines to be happy. Mm-hmm. Take your probiotics, but there's bacteria in the vagina that we need. Mm-hmm. You know, so if you are douching regularly, yeah. you are flushing out good bacteria as well as bad. Take an oral vaginal probiotic. There's many to choose from. Renew Life, Jaro. They all make them. I don't know if I'm allowed to say company names on you this. Say whatever podcast. you want. I'm sorry. Well, I mean, like that's what you'll be looking for on the show. Yeah, sponsor us. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it takes vaginal probiotics and re- replenish what you're washing out. I do think that's important. Mm. Yeah. So for the guys listening, mm-hmm. when they take a gal home or they take anybody home and they want to get lucky, what do they need to do before getting naked and getting intimate? Mm. I tell you what, if someone took me home and mm. they had baby wipes, yeah. douches, mm. hand sanitizer, like right there, like Romy's getting hot right now. I'm I'm just like, I'm ready. Let's fuck because I yeah. know that you respect hygiene and you, you promote it. And you're also, you know, sometimes men are like, well, why should I have tampons at my house? And I don't have my period, <laughs> you know, but it's like girls come over and then they're like, oh, I love hanging out with you, but... I just unexpectedly got my period and I have to leave now, but I don't want to make a big deal out of it. So I'm going to make you think that I don't like you, but I'm going to have to make an excuse and leave real quick. The gymnastics and I know it's not your job. $3. Have a box of tampons in the bathroom. Then she won't have to leave. She'll know that you accept her as a natural woman and or any uterus haver because not, you know, some uterus havers are also he's. Uh, Mm -hmm. So, but yeah, just. 
I don't know. I Courtesy. Courtesy. I love that. Like, yeah. I, I mean, some of my favorite fuck buddies, they totally had like a stash of toothbrushes like off Extra to the toothbrushes. side. Extra toothbrushes. Yes. You yes. Okay. I'm still waiting. I have a drawer full of toothbrushes. Oh, you, oh good to know. I'll be over tonight. And um, I'll be there. Uh, yeah. Romy, since mm. I guess you're the one to speak on this, I'm oh. curious about cleaning out your asshole so properly for the yeah. most satisfying and successful anal experience. People love ask questions. I love well, that. Yeah, well, have a great ask. When does the Thank preparation you. begin? Um, in all honesty, it depends. Everybody has like a slightly different way about cleaning their asshole. Some people don't clean it at all, and that's very brave. Um, I haven't like if I was just fucking somebody at home. Like then, you know, if you're really nice and lubed up, like I've been really aroused, you can totally go from like pussy to ass. But like Charlotte was saying, mm. never go ass to pussy for a lot of reasons. Mm-hmm. Bad bacteria, same reasons you don't wipe back to front. Right. Um, the way I start preparing, personally, I have to not eat the day that I'm shooting an anal scene. But also, again, because anal on camera is different than anal off camera, mm-hmm. it's going to be a little bit more aggressive. The dick is might be bigger, though who knows? Maybe you have like an amazing partner and cheers to you. But there might be, you know, and you're on an HD camera. Yeah, That's you an- got to prepare for the worst, I'd imagine. You know, Honestly. I've seen those angles. Lights. Oh, you're yeah, it's right there. All is revealed. That's another reason why, you know, cleanliness is very important because they see everything. Right. Even if you don't realize right. it, like they're in there. So, yeah, I kind of stop eating for about a day. You eat like soft, soft foods, gummy bears, yeah. fucking mashed potatoes. And for me, like uh, the stretching and relaxing is even more important than the cleaning myself out. But mm. I'll throw it in there. You like sh- body stretching or. Uh, internal stretching. Okay, how do you what, uh, how are you doing that? Well, I use the actual stretchers. Yeah. There's like stretchers you can buy like at Doc Johnson or even on mm-hmm. Amazon that are like uh, small to big butt plugs essentially yep. that are also like frayed at the end. That's probably not the right word. Frayed? What's that word? Um, they have platforms? a they have a stopper at the end. Yeah, There's well, a technical so you're not going to lose that. it. Exactly. No, I mean because your ass will suck shit up. Absolutely, it's wild. That's the feeling everybody likes. Whoop! There I go. Yeah, it's like bye bye. It'll take it right back up. There. Exactly. But you have to go from small to big. They say never, even in sex ed, they yeah. say the first thing that goes in your butt should never be a penis. Like you got to start a little small. Start with fingers. Start with toys. I start small to big. Yeah. Uh, I start even usually before I completely start fleshing myself out. But the way that I do it, if you want to be porn yeah. ready, is you get that big red rubber, like fucking hot water bottle bag that yeah. also is like the enema attachments. And I hang that shit up on like a curtain rod or my towel rod. And you know you have to like lay on your side. Actually, technically, you lay on your left side with your right leg up is the best way even on like the bottles the enema bottles it, it empties out the body easier it go it goes down the tube the right yeah. way you're like resisting it a little bit more if you're on like your right side it's yeah. very interesting there's even a picture on most, most when i go boxes. for colonics that's the side they put me on right it's very Every interesting time. yep and then, like, I just fill that shit up with that warm water. Make sure it's not, like, cold or else you'll give yourself cramps and that really sucks. Yeah. And I fill that shit up to the brim. And you might be surprised how much water you can fit in your colon. Yeah. And you can feel it. So you, I just take, like, a gallon of that shit in there. You, like, jostle it around. And then you, like, hold expel. it in for a while and expel it. Oh, yeah. And kind of, like, a similar thing to even when you're cleaning your pussy. Like, once the everything starts running clear with no smell, you're pretty much good to go. But then, then I go into the stretching and never sleep in a butt plug. Some people really like they. Wouldn't that sleep atrophy the muscles? I mean, I don't you know can. how. I'd be, I'd be concerned about that. Babe, you can. Yeah. Anybody who says you can't injure your butthole from anal sex is lying to you. Um, and I, like, just to be blunt, because like we already said some shit. But uh, yeah, I mean, I've known performers in the industry who have injured themselves from doing extreme scenes and not prepping properly. Well, it's quite easy to yeah. tear the anal canal mm-hmm. wall. And keep in mind if. So if that's an area where excrement's coming out, mm. yeah. which is waste, if you get a tear, I mean, that's increasing possibilities of bacteria to enter your bloodstream. Yeah. So you really need to lubricate as much as possible and, mm-hmm. and communicate. If something hurts, let them know. Let's yeah. Try a different angle. Yeah. If they have a problem with that, you should, probably shouldn't be having sex with them in the first place. Yeah, right. man. They shouldn't be ramming shit in and like tearing it out. But again, like if we're talking about porn, stuff can get very extreme. So... Well, in, in in porn, if you're doing anal, do you um, insert the penis into your anus 
off camera beforehand? Sometimes I do actually. And, and I know a lot of other performers who do as well. Like once you like get into like the anal part, if you're not doing yeah. photos first, which photos actually can really help because they're just kind of resting it in there. Yeah, I'll have them kind of stretch me out with their dick right before we start the scene itself. Just so I'm used to the actual right. feeling and I'm not like taking a nice deep breath right on camera and like trying so to brace myself a little bit. when you're leaning over going, oh my God, that dick is so big. Oh my God, put it on me. Oh no, I'm no, not lying that it's so big. I that, know. It's, it's usually just, very that's honest. A very, look, as a, as a porn viewer, it's always an exciting <laughs> moment when it truly is the first time something yeah. is entering your ass. Those but big, I would imagine. Set in wide eyes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, well, it's a beautiful visual, but if she's smart, that yeah. girl has been preparing her asshole for hours. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, can I I'm see okay your, with that. Can I see your resting anal face? Nice. Honestly, just a little bit wide-eyed. Yeah. But I mean, they love the O. Just always go. <gasps> yeah. It's always that. With lips uh, like As if that. it's not yeah. supposed to be in there or as if um, that's a different feeling than I thought it would be. Or, oh, mm. my God, I'm feeling so much pleasure. Like You it, do feel very full. It is that. But what are you trying to capture in that face? <laughs> well, just, the, again, the shock and awe. I can't believe this is happening. I was just going into this bakery and right. now I'm getting fucked now in I'm the ass. Fucked. Like, what? Yeah. But, you know, that that's really how it goes. It's really not rocket science. That's a thing, too, when it comes to, like, you know, cleanliness and all that. Like, it's about taking your time yeah. and making sure you're clean and going slow. Communication, y'all. But in porn, yeah. I'm like, stick that dick in there and, like, go nice. Well, how big is aftercare? I mean, not just for extreme fetish mm. scenes, but when you do finish just a day of shooting. Like, what do you do for yourselves to maintain, you know, your sexual health but also like your happiness and feeling okay about you know what just happened what do you what's that process i take a shower yeah first i take a shower i listen to some happy music yeah. um after i've rinsed off if i feel the need i'll take an epsom salt bath it's great for any pains or cramps sometimes you're in really weird positions so your muscles mm. hurt and epsom salts are also they're very grounding so mm. they kind of help rebalance your energy you know get those negative ions back in and bring yourself back down to earth mm-hmm. you know maybe smoke a joint or pet your cat and eat some food because you probably haven't eaten all day mm. and uh yeah and then you know i'll, I'll douche i douche after my scenes again cleanse it out do the colloidal silver mm-hmm. um i know different girls you do use different things some girls use iodine some girls use peroxide mm-hmm. It's different things for different people. I think you told me you use iodine, right, Romy? Yeah, because hydrogen peroxide. So like, how does that work? What kind? Feel. What kind of iodine? And just, like, how much? Just regular iodine. I think I don't know other different kinds of iodine. Iodine's like the brown liquid shit. Mm-hmm. Um, I just put in like a nice little squirt. I mean, you can put in probably as much as you want to, but you you could just risk uh, irritating yourself because like it's unnecessary. Really, you just need like a little bit. Like you need like a fifteen percent like zhuzh in there okay. but it's just an antibacterial thing yeah well i i do as a as a nutritionist mm. i do think there is such a thing as too much iodine oh no yeah because your just... thyroid would be like absorbing it and then you're you get an overactive thyroid and then that leads to like hormonal issues as well um but i, I like the squirt like the yeah bam. i promise i don't do just with the bottle of iodine yeah no that would it's be a cool visual diluted with water <laughs> i swear i swear yeah. you guys so, I mean, the both of you are sex certified sex educators. Uh, I think that there are some major upgrades that need to be made to sex education, especially in schools. Mm. What kind of curriculum would you plan? How would you introduce sexuality to a young person? What do they need to know? I think as a, my, with my sex educator certification, I'm going to focus more on adults. Okay. Mm-hmm. And maybe let adults know that it's okay to talk to children and let them do that. Yeah. Kind of the same thing. I didn't get certified for the kids. I do think that there does need to be uh, better sex education in general, but I wanted to focus on like kind of my wheelhouse as well. And like very similar to Charlotte in my own way, be a a voice in the adult entertainment industry, just so that we weren't in a room with uh, people and sex workers and people not in sex work were speaking for sex workers. So I think that, and just really to educate people on like adult sex education and the adult industry and sex work. So I feel like that is where my little specialty is going to lie as well. Yeah, what things, like in your learnings, what Mm. things in particular stood out to you as knowledge that everyone should have? 
We'll definitely wipe front to back. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and that nothing is taboo. That was a very interesting yeah. thing, too, that even, like, the more I was in sex ed, like, I was actually surprised, like, during that class about how open it actually was. And granted, it was teaching the right stuff, but it was talking about even things like BDSM and talking about, like, handicapped people and older people and, like, the different issues that we all face, like, in, in our trials and tribulations. And that nothing is strange and nothing really is off limits. They're... There is a something for absolutely everyone. And like there is that fine line. That's why a lot of what we're taught is just how to talk to people properly and not judge what they're going to be telling us. And I think like that is one of the bigger hurdles that we have to get over. Generally speaking, is is the taboo stigma of like sex and adult work. Yeah. And it, it's interesting because a lot of people say, um, oh, my boyfriend wants to fuck me like a porn star. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? Mm. Like, explain that to me. Um, because when we're on a porn set, we discuss positions, yeah. what's, what, which holes are going to be penetrated. And, and these are all consensually agreed upon before we're even on camera. So just to make that clear. Yeah. There's a lot there's a more, a lot of discussion of, con- um, do you feel that enough of, enough of that is actually being applied in the real world though? Mm. I mean, if having a position as a sex educator, this could be something, you know, to specialize in in particular or hone in on as part of, you know, the message you want to get across. Do you think enough of that's happening in real life sex? No, no, yeah. no, no. I think that's why we're running into the troubles that we are. Yeah. That's why we're a public health hazard. That's, yeah. Yeah. But that's also why we're all here right now talking mm-hmm. like this. Yeah. So I really think it's like one day at a time, one person at a time, one new sex educator at a time. And like the more honest and real we can be and as much as we can actually try to help each other, the better. I just feel like there's so much about sex and about the communication involved in mm-hmm. it that isn't introduced early enough in education. I know we, we've made it I, clear I that we're not I interested agree. in talking about necessarily, you know, high school or your first experience with sex education. Mm. But this is something that I think needs to be worked. It could almost be a course and a teaching in itself. Agreed. Because I believe it's something that requires that level of, of magnitude. It could of be importance. a college course. Right. I mean, it's something that I do think, you know, needs to be introduced much earlier than it is. We're learning this from experience yeah. and getting ourselves into trouble and potentially not avoiding hazards that we could avoid if we had this education when it comes to get explaining what we want, what we our boundaries are and what we're OK with. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. I yeah. think I think sex education does need to start at a much, much younger age yeah. than fifth grade. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I, I think it definitely needs kind of just from since you're born, like, let's leave your cl- like the, this is your private area. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and then they'll be like, well, what do you mean? This guy doesn't think so. And then you're like, really? Tell me more. Yeah. Like, yeah. let them know, like, this is your private area. Like, this is. You know, yeah, and just accurate information too, and that Real like sex isn't not like dirty. Holding hands isn't going to get you pregnant. Exactly, you're not going to get HIV from sharing a glass with somebody. Mm-hmm. You're not going to get pregnant from kissing. Like just the basic fact with that isn't uh, like hindered by propaganda but that we wouldn't really be able to help in certain places as well because a lot of that is a societal thing a religion thing so there are certain levels that I don't know the way to break those barriers all I can think is like the more we as individuals keep trying Mm. to like use our voices and help each other like the better we can when I was 10 years old Mm. I literally thought rape meant I liked a boy and he didn't like me back wow why did you have that understanding do you know because I was never it was never explained to me I just knew that rape was something bad and has something to do with sex and I knew that sex was good and pleasurable so well I guess rape meant that he didn't like you and didn't want to have sex with you wow yeah you know so it's just the basic little common things that we just we don't know Mm-hmm. I just think if anything, look, is that not a true tale of the importance of educating ourselves sexually, especially from a young age and not just regarding the basics of reproduction and human development, but yeah. making it something, you know, even more about the social expectations of how you're going to be perceived if you choose to, you know. And that's really what not it is. to brew a paranoia, but just to make it a discussion that, yeah. you know, we can speak 
we can speak about sex in in what to expect of it. Yeah, I mean that would Man, be a I am beautiful like, I'm time. Running circles on this one because it makes me. Like, it's upsetting. I mean, but abortion is still illegal in so many places in the United States. We mentioned this before, where like someone have to drive like 200 miles to get to a clinic that might help them. So we're in a very precarious time. I do think it's getting better, but there's still a little bit of a, a war on sexuality. And abortion. And abortion <laughs> and female reproductive rights and rights of people in general. Female ejaculation. You know. Is it real? Is it real? It is, but the the squirting you see in most porno movies is still a result of water loading. And I've already said this. It's already And it was better. pre-discussed off camera Thank before you. it happened. Of course. Which is very true. Here's a good way to know if the girl is really squirting or not is when you're done having sex, she has to pee. Thank mm-hmm. you, right? There yeah. have been times where I've squirted literally three feet, like, boom, just fucking squirted from getting fingered. And then afterwards, I was like, man, I have to pee so fucking bad. Like, that's how you know they're coming out of two different places. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But if a girl squirts all over you and then, like, a few hours go by and then she's like, oh, I think I have to pee. Like, I'm not sure. probably peed on you. Yeah, yeah, if it's like a waterfall <laughs> fully, of, like, emotions dead. happening fully all dead. over, you're drowning in it. And especially if it's tinted yellow and has the faint scent of asparagus. Well, this is this goes back to staying hydrated. <laughs> that helps. Drink your water, people. Please, if you're going to squirt on me, please be hydrated. I mean, I think that's just a life lesson for the ages. <laughs> Honestly, Charlotte. Thank, Thank you. you so where much. where can all of our amazing audience members find you online? What are the hashtags? What are the uh, accounts? CharlotteStokely.com is a hub. You can go there. It'll send you to my social media, clip stores, whatever. Instagram at Charlotte Stokely. Twitter Char underscore Stokely. Stokely is S T O K E L Y vowel consonant vowel. Right. Um, but I'm sure you can also find links. Here at the bottom of the podcast. Of course. Know it. Um, you know it. YouTube or what something. What are your favorite premiums? Because we love promoting like women making money here. Where do you want people to follow you? Where do you want them to buy your clips? Where do you want them to see you? OnlyFans is a great place to stay connected with me. I can go live. We can we can message each other. You can get my, my daily posts. You can order customs from me there. It's kind of a one-stop shop to really talk to me or ask me to fulfill your fantasy in a custom. To get wow. inside you. No. Oh. What a my world heart. we Get inside live my in. heart. There you go. There you go. Well, Charlotte, all the best to you. Thanks so much for dropping by. You guys, I have so many things to say. That's an hour is not long enough to really cover all, all these topics. Maybe but we thank can get you, you for to having come back. me. I would love to come back. We've got Ooh. more to do. Absolutely. I think we have more to do. Um, but I hope someone learned something from this today. Absolutely. Oh, Thanks yeah. for all that wisdom. I feel like I learned something today. Hey, I'm always learning when I'm sitting in a room with either of you, okay? I love that. Thank Big you guys time. so much. Thanks for tuning in. This has been a mouthful with Laura. Laura and Romy. Mm.